0: Hallelujah. Um, turn your Bibles with me to Joshua. Joshua. Joshua chapter number eight. If you're looking for a title for the message this afternoon, is Secrets to Turning Your Defeats into Victory. Secrets to for turning your defeats into victories. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 8, verse 37, that yea, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. How many have heard that scripture before? We are more than conquerors. But sometimes, from time to time, we encounter defeats. How many have encountered some defeats in your life? Some things have overwhelmed you, some situations and, and some, some things have happened, tragedies have taking place in your life, and life has given you a few knocks. Listen, you are not alone. Amen. I said you are not alone. And I want you to know that your defeats can be turned into victories. Say, my defeats will be turned into victories. Every defeat I've suffered... Oh, it's only two people saying, I said, everybody say, every defeat I've suffered will be turned into victory. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay, Joshua chapter number 8, verse number 1, the Bible says that, Now the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you, and arise and go to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. And you shall do to Ai and his king as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its pearls and its cattle you shall take as booty for yourselves. Lay an ambush for the city behind it. So Joshua arose and all the people of war to go up to, uh, against Ai, and Joshua chose 30,000 mighty men of valor and sent them away by night. And he commanded them, saying, Behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind the city. Do not go very far into the city, but all of you be ready. Then I and all the people who are with me will approach the city and it will come about when they come into, they come out against us, as at first, that we shall flee before them. So they will come out after us till we have drawn them out from the city, for they will say they are fleeing before us, as at first. Therefore we will flee before them, then you shall rise from the ambush and seize the city, for the Lord your God will deliver it into your hand. And it will be when you have taken the city that you shall set the city on fire, according to the commandment of the Lord shall you, you shall do. See, I have commanded you. Joshua sent them out, and they, and they went to lie in the ambush. In ambush against a state between Bethel and Ai on the west side of Ai but Joshua lodged at night among the people then Joshua rose up early in the morning and mastered the people and went up he and the elders of Israel before the people of Ai hallelujah and we can continue the story, but I think it will make more sense as we go on to read a little bit more. Amen. But I need to, sorry, I need to give you a context of this text that we have read so far, so that you understand where we are. Amen. Now, the people of Israel had before crossed the Jordan and had gone to, gone up against Jericho. In chapter 6, the Bible says that when the people had that Israel that had just come through Egypt, through the, the Red Sea, had come against them, the Jericho was straightly shut up, which means that it was closed. And uh, no one went out and no one came in. Because they were afraid of Israel or the Jews. And what happened was, or what had happened was, they went around seven times. I, I think you know the story. And they shouted and the walls fell. And they came in and took over uh, Jericho. And God said that you shall not keep anything. Anything in, Jer- in Jericho you shall utterly destroy everything. But when the people went, they did as God had said to them. But there was one guy who took some gold and took some money and hid it in his tent. The guy was called Achan. Nobody knew about it. And what had happened was when they had finished destroying Jericho, they moved on to the next city, and the next city was a smaller, very small town called Ai. It's not even a big town. It's a small town. And they, when they went, uh, Joshua sent spies to go and spy out the land. And when Joshua sent, this is chapter 7, when Joshua sent the people to go and spy the land, they came and said, listen, this land that we have seen is very small. If you compare it to Jericho, we don't need to even send the whole army. Just let's take uh, maybe 10% of the army and they'll be able to destroy, you know, AI. We don't need to waste time. So Joshua listened to the spies and sent about... 3,000 people. Go and try and destroy quickly and come back. But what they didn't realize, like most of us, sometimes we do certain things and we, don't, we think everything's all right. But sometimes God is not very pleased with us and we don't even know about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And, and, and so Jericho, uh, uh, the Israel went against Ai and they were soundly beaten. I mean, the, the, it, there was no context. It was like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, the guy he fought recently. What's it called? Sorry? Something. Luis, Luis is he? Ruiz. You're supposed to be a bum. You're supposed to be a fat guy, not somebody who is. Nobody expected him. So he's like, just. Yes. Anybody who. You finish him in two, minutes, in two minutes, two rounds. But. He was soundly beaten. (laughs) Are are you getting what I'm saying? Ai beat Israel and 36 people died. Sometimes we take some casualties that we don't have to take. We suffer some losses because of our disobedience. And that is very expensive. If you look at any defeat you have suffered in the past, it was not that, that God left you. It was not like God, God was not interested in case. but if you look very carefully and you be objective, you will realize that you did something, you did not obey God fully. You were not living right. You, were, you did something that was in disobedience. And that was the reason why you went through the defeat. Hallelujah. So when we pick up the story, Joshua was very disturbed and very, very upset. And was, the Bible says that in in chapter 7, he was, he went to the house of God and he was kneeling and fasting and praying. And God said to him, why are you kneeling down? Why are you here? Why are you uh, discouraged? Stand to your feet. I will tell you why you lost the battle. See, God is not interested in our defeat. God is not happy when things don't turn right for us. God is not happy when we fail. Men may be happy, but God is not happy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some people who you call so-called friends, people you call friends, sometimes when you're going through difficulty or you fall flat on your face, they are not happy, but they, they, they try as if they are consoling you. And as soon as your back is turned, they are laughing. But God is not that type of person. I say God is not that type of person. God is interested in our victories. And so is he interested in our defeat. And if we turn back to him, he will tell us why we lost and why we were defeated. So Joshua went to God and God said, somebody in the camp has disobeyed me. He has done what he shouldn't have done. He stole gold and hid it in his tent. So the people were Who is this guy? like okay call the assembly so joshua called the assembly and he said um, brothers there is somebody in this place that did something you know way back in jericho they took some gold and so let's find out everybody select a representative from the your families your tribes and bring them so they brought them representative of every family was lined up and God chose the family from where Achan came from and they said you in your family you are the one so confess your sin and Achan said it's true it's true. Now I can't lie because I've been caught. I was the one. who. You see, Anytime time you disobey, it is not just you who suffers. The whole, your whole clan, the whole family, the whole church, the whole city, when you go and commit a sin, it's the whole church that suffers. Whether you know it or not. That is why we must not be selfish all the time. Hallelujah. Because your sin is our sin. Your failure is our failure. Your mistake is our mistake. And we suffer the consequences of it. Am I talking to somebody? So what happened was when they called Achan and they sent uh, people to go and find the gold in his tent. And then when they went to search, behold, it was there. This is chapter 7. I'm just, for the sake of time, I'm just trying to... Tell you the story rather than reading it. So, when they brought the gold, then Joshua said, okay, you and all your family must die. So, they eradicated Achan and his generation. His children, his children's children, their wives, their animals, their, their property, everything was totally wiped out. Killed completely destroyed. And so, chapter 8 starts, and God said that the first time when you were going, you didn't involve me. You, Joshua, you sent your spies to go and check out the land. And when your spies came and told you that the city is very small, you don't need everybody, just 3,000 people and you will sort them out, you did not consult me. When you got to Jericho, I told you, go around the city seven times. And on the seventh time, go around it seven more times and shout and the city, the walls will fall. And when you followed me, indeed, you had a victory. But the second time, as human beings, once we see God do something with us, we know the formula. formula. So we don't need God anymore. Am I talking to somebody? How many have been there before? So you want to do, you, 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 I've got this. God, take the back seat. I've got this. I can sort this out. I don't need you. Anytime you move God out, you are in dangerous terrain. I say anytime you move God out, you are in dangerous waters. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? And so, God said to Joshua, this time around, let me be in charge. And the first instruction is, so I'm giving you secrets, the first secret. The first secret is to turn defeat into victories, you need to remember that God never forsakes his children. Amen. Sometimes, most of us sometimes, we dwell in the shame of the defeat. And we make a monument out of the defeat. Right. And we make the defeat bigger than the God. See, the question is simple. Either you magnify God and you minimize the trouble, or you magnify the trouble and minimize your God. You cannot magnify the trouble and expect your God to be big enough to give you victory. Amen. As you are keep, you keep rehearsing the story, keep rehearsing the things that happened to you, how you had this uh, issue, how you had this sickness, how you had a miscarriage, how you did this, and then you went to the doctor, and you thought you were supposed to carry the child, and then something happened. As you are talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, you are magnifying the problem, and you, in doing that, you minimize the God that you serve. Bible says in Romans 10:70, faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing and hearing by? And faith also comes by speaking. As you keep speaking, 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 as you keep confessing, you believe what you are speaking. Am I talking to somebody? As you are always counting and then this happened and then the man left me at the altar he, you know i was going to get married on that morning he got up and he disappeared and you are telling this person and then another person comes and he tell the person the same story another person you begin to think that maybe i'm not worthy to be married maybe this marriage thing is not going to happen maybe me i am bound for something is wrong with me and before you realize before long truly Something is wrong. (laughs) Hallelujah. So be careful not to forget that God never forsakes his children. He will never forsake you. He said, I will never forsake or leave you. I am with you to the ends of the earth. Even in the defeat, God is there. I said, even in your defeat, God is there. Even in that tragedy, God is there. You see, God organizes things. He sees the end from the beginning, the beginning from the, to the, uh, uh, from the end, and he knows what is good for us. And the Bible says that he will not put more on us than we can bear. So if he has put it on you, it's because he knows he can trust you to, to bear it. And that tragedy will turn into a testimony if only you can decide that, listen, God was with me. Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Allow God to comfort you. And have this faith that God never leaves. God, man may live. Even when we are not faithful, he cannot deny himself. He will remain faithful and loyal to us. Am I talking to somebody? I can't feel you at all. I can't hear you. Nobody's saying amen to me. Everybody's looking at me as if I am talking to some cows in uh, Newcastle. But I'm still going to preach as if I'm talking to a lively church. I think I, I've come to the Catholic church today. I don't... Uh, I, I, listen, I'm not a nervous preacher. So if you are going to talk, you talk back at me, then I know you are listening to what I'm saying. And you are getting it. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Am I communicating? So the first thing is what? God never forsakes. The next one. We need to learn not to repeat the same mistakes. That was where I got to. This time, evolve God. The first mistake that was done by Joshua was to think that he needed no help from God. Maybe with, with um, uh, Jericho, it was a big city, so he needed God's help. But with Ai, Ai is less than half the size of Jericho. So they don't need God. In fact, he doesn't need the whole army. All he needs is just 3,000 people. And Ai will fall. But the Bible says that Ai chased them to the valley. And as they were running, 36 people died. And you see, sometimes it's not even the size of the defeat that is important, but the defeat itself. Because the casualty they suffered was not a lot. 36. It's not as big a number if you are thinking about an army of 3,000. That's 1%, isn't it? 36 is just 1%. Of 3,000. But some, Satan knows how to make 1% look like 100%. <laughs> I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. It's just 1%, but that 1% looks like 100 people. 100%. It's like you've lost everything. Sometimes we don't, we don't uh, uh, really analyze things properly. We don't look at things the way we ought to see it. And so it, it makes us overwhelmed. Hallelujah. Just three, 36 people. Again, 3,000 and an army of 36,000. 36 people is not a lot, it's like a tiny dot. Yeah, but the whole army was incapacitated because of a defeat by 36 people. Ask your neighbor what was your defeat and what were your casualties ask them ask them ask them like like you know yeah. ask them let them tell you what was the what was the casualties what did they say huh what was casualties? 36 36 one percent and your whole life has stopped because of one percent how Put it in context and you realize that it's not bad. It's not as bad as you're making it. At least you are still alive. At least you are still strong. At least you can get up and try again. If you fail the first time, do it again. Don't get overwhelmed because you made a mistake. You're not the first person to have made a mistake. Every successful person has made a mistake before. Every victorious person has failed before. Usain Bolt, was winning 100 meters left, right, and center, lost so many 100 meter races. Isn't that true? But he didn't say that because of the loss. I remember the, 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 the games before the Olympic game, where he broke the record, he four-started. How many remember? Yeah. Usain you you say, you say, Bolt, the final, he, he took a four-start and they eliminated him. So he took off his spikes and was holding his shoes and looking at the people run off. And he is supposed to be assembled, and he saw them disappear. and him left out. If it were some people, he would say that this embarrassment is too much. This, you know, the whole world was watching. And I am supposed to be the fastest man on uh, on the planet. And I failed. I have failed my coaches. I have failed my nation. I have failed my flag. I have failed everything. Why should I try again? Why should I go again? Why should I do do it again? No, do it again. And this time he went. And he was still prancing as if nothing has happened. He was dancing on the on the on the starting blocks you know if it were me i'll be thinking about the last defeat when i false started. so this time i'll be a little bit circumspect but you, know, you see he was chatting with the people who were uh, taking the basket you know and giving them dashing them things and very arrogant and cocky and then on your marks get set go and this time he broke the record and the second, the 200 meters, same thing. He took off and he was first. What am I saying to you? Don't repeat the mistakes. Yeah, don't repeat the mistakes. But don't let the mistake overwhelm you into a place where you don't try again. So this time, Joshua says, God, what do you want me to do? And God says, take all the 36,000 people with you. Don't underestimate anybody. I'm in in verse 1b. And now the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid or be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you. Arise and go up to Ai. And I'm going to give you your strategy. The strategy this time is you divide yourselves into two. You, Joshua, and half of the troop will come up against Ai from the valley. And you will hide the other half on the side. So when Ai sees you coming, they will think that because they defeated you in the past, you're already afraid of them. And so when they are coming to you and you see them and they see you, turn around and run see, when Satan, when Satan defeats us, when we, over, we are overcome in anything, the thing gains mastery over us, are you with me? So, that thing becomes arrogant where we are concerned. And sometimes, that arrogance alone makes us fearful of it, are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, Until you are ready to face your defeat in the face and beat it, you will never ever be victorious. Am I talking to somebody? That thing that embarrassed you, face it again. Touch your neighbor and say, that thing that you failed at, get up, dust yourself, and face it. Hallelujah. He says, you come up and turn around and start running. And I guarantee when you start running, they will come up, up off against you. And you keep going and let them come. So when they come, then you let the second half of the people go in from behind and set the city ablaze. <laughs> they Whilst they are running after Joshua and his people. When they turn around and they see their city on fire, Uh, listen, the best form of self-defense is to attack Mm, mm. some of us don't like fighting we don't like confrontation some of us don't like to face Satan or face our enemies squarely how many of some people who are called like witches and wizards in our families give me a wave (laughs) or give me a wave if if I'm talking to a good uh, congregation And, and, and you see how we try to avoid them <laughs> How many know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, we stay away. Say, uh, this your great aunt is a witch. Stay away from her. When they give you anything, don't drink. How, who, who knows what I'm talking about? When they give you something, don't drink. When they give you a food to eat, don't eat. Throw it away. When they give you, they bless you and they give you money. Don't touch the money. <laughs> Hallelujah. But listen, the Bible says that greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. It's time for you to believe in the God that is in you. I said it's time for you to believe that the God in you is stronger than the one that is outside. Yeah. There's more in you than you think. Recently I went I went home and my mom was, said to me that there was a big uh, family meeting that she had to go and she's the eldest person in the family and she had to go and take some very harsh decisions some people need to be booted out of certain properties and some people needed to be put in some places and do some very wild things in the place and my mom said that but there is that person that person, and these people are not very good people so my mom said that, I want you to go with me. And that's the first time my mom has ever said, I want you to go with me because I'm afraid. And I said, okay, I'll go. But I also had other things to do <laughs> elsewhere. So I said to her, okay, you know something? Let's. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray with you because I can't go. But that prayer will take you and bring you. And she said, yes. So I prayed with her and I asked her to get a bottle of oil and I anointed the oil and I said, take this oil as you are going. When you go to the meeting, put it on your hands. Don't put it on your head. Just put it on your hands and sit down and sack those you need to sack. (laughs) So so she went. My, my, My mom is 85. She went and sacked some people. Put you, this place, leave you. Come here, you do this, you do that, you do that. And then she came back. So when she came back, she called me, come, 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 come. So I went. She says, I've gone and come, but I'm not feeling too well. <laughs> do you think... <laughs> do you think that some things have have entered... They have done something to me. I said, no, nothing has happened to you. You are okay. So I said, you're okay. So I went to pray for her. The next day, she called me again. Come, 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 come. So I went. When I went, she said, I'm still not feeling okay. I said, you, so I went to sit by her. She said, when you are sitting by me, I feel all right. But when you go, then I'm feeling that... (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, it's time for you to believe in the God that you serve and believe in that God rather than so called demons. Because they say the, the witches and the wizards, they believe in the witchcraft power they have. And that's what they use to do whatever they do. Why don't you believe in the God who is greater than that witchcraft power they are holding? for her. Then I said that, okay, I'm going to pray this prayer for you. And then if tomorrow you are feeling the same, don't call me again. It means that the demons have really <laughs> got you. And I prayed with her. So the following day she calls. oh, when you are passing, you can pass. I'm feeling better now. <laughs> So I went to Kiran. She's like, I'm feeling better. I just missed my leg. She's just, now she's trying to look for something because now she liked the attention that I was giving her. So she's like, find something to keep keep me coming to sit by her. But she was okay. And she's okay up to this point. Hallelujah. Yeah, because you don't need to be afraid anymore. Where was I? Where was I? So... Learn not to repeat the mistakes. This time go with God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that when they did that, they saw behind them that their city was ablaze, they got they became afraid. And they were soundly beaten. I mean, if AI was wiped out. Hallelujah. Number three, remember your victories. Amen. It's the same people that had gone to Jericho and beaten a city that is over twice the size of air. See, testimonies are very good because testimonies build our faith. How many have some testimonies? You have something. God did something for you in the past. Give me a wave. God did something. God blessed you. God did something for you. That testimony is your victory card. I said that testimony is your credit card. Keep it. In the day of need, remember the God who helped you to defeat the lion. Remember the God that helped you to defeat the bear. And this Goliath shall be like the lion and the bear. Hallelujah. David said to Saul, I was keeping my father's flock and a lion and a bear came and I defeated the lion and the bear and I took the lamb from him. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like the, the lion or the bear. It could be that that, that lion had a toothache. <laughs> Have you thought of it before? It could be the lion had a toothache and the bear had diarrhea. We don't know that. You see, sometimes we can look at our victory and, uh, 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 and minimize it, make it look silly. It was only a headache, and I prayed, and the headache went. It was only a a small interview, and I I prayed, and I went, and I got the job. So I, I can't really believe that God, no, 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 it is not just a small thing. I said, it's not just a small thing. Nobody told us the size of the lion that was killed. It could be it was a baby lion. We were not told. Nobody told us the size of the bear. It could be that the bear's mother had died and that bear was an orphan. A very scared bear trying to find some small lamb to eat. But David did not describe the size of the bear or the lion. But he said that lion and that bear is my ticket. It's my victory card. And I'm going to use it Anytime I come to face a Goliath, who looks strong, who looks fierce, I'll say, the God that gave me that victory. is the same God that will give me this victory. Am I talking to somebody? Always remember. Hallelujah. First Chronicles 16, 12 says that, Remember his marvelous works which he has done, his wonders and his judgment of his mouth. Remember it. Never ever forget the victories. Never forget God's favor. Never forget what God has done. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Never ever forget. Next one quickly. Number four: 10 defeats. To 10 defeats to victories, you may have to go back to the place of your earlier defeats. Amen. Place of your earlier defeat. Most of us will go away from the earlier defeat. Isn't it? You tuck your tail between your legs and run from that place. Maybe change your name, change your hairstyle, change your makeup, your makeup and then leave. Amen. But please don't do that. Face your fears one more time. Confront your attackers bomb your bombers and attack your attackers hallelujah am i talking to somebody (laughs) okay i was having fun with you let me get serious amen where are we number number five so i'm in verse number three to eight in joshua chapter eight Turn your defeat, to turn your defeat into victories. you need to remember that the recovery of your lost grounds is always painful and costly. Remember that recovery of your lost grounds is always what? Painful and costly. Amen. To recover from 36 people you lost is painful and costly. But recover must be nevertheless mm-hmm. I said recover must you nevertheless yes, amen. Yeah. see some some of us we don't like to even remember see, the mind has a certain ability to block itself of pain mm-hmm. to block itself of defeat and shock of bad memories how many know what I'm talking about the mind has this this unique ability to forget what you don't want to remember and put it in a compartment, never to visit it again. But that is the secret to your, your weakness. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? It is the secret to your weakness when you block it from your memory. No, visit it. I say visit it. Bring it out. Bring it out. Any place you put, you don't put light, a festness. See, when you have a soul, a scar, Uh, like uh, an open wound, and you cover it with a piece of cloth and don't expose it, it festers. It becomes nasty. Maggots and things will start coming out of it. How many know what I'm talking about? How many have experienced something like that? You had a wound, you didn't treat it properly, you didn't expose it, you just put your trousers on. I don't know where this in this uh, day and age, they don't do it like before. You know, <laughs> there was a certain medicine. I don't know whether they still have it. It's called iodine. How many know of that? You know, when, when we were we were young, we used to like running around. You know what I mean? If you look at a certain... Oh, let me preach. Come on, preaching. guys. You see, if you look at any... Body, who has grown in a certain part of the world, you look at their legs, you see scars. <laughs> if they are of a certain age, you won't see legs that are as smooth and nice. Have you seen? Uh, uh, ask me. Come, come quickly, quickly. Oh, come! I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying something. Come quickly, come. Don't be shy. Just come. Come, come. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come. You are looking really, really nice today. That's my girlfriend. Have you seen Esme? Have you seen her legs? Not even a scratch. Go. I should call you. No, but you have trousers on. Okay. Okay. Come, come. Ah. Can you see? Can you see there's one here? There's one here, there's one there, there's one here, there's one. one. (laughs) It means she was a very naughty girl. (laughs) And, And see sometimes, sometimes when you go and play and your mother or father is telling you, don't be going, don't be running, don't be playing, don't be running, don't go and jump. And you go and jump. And you hate yourself. You cannot expose it. So you try to hide it. You know, for me, why I always used to hide any scar was because of the iodine. Because the pain of the scar is not as bad as the iodine being applied to the the wound. That was the pain itself. And so you hide it because of iodine. But what you don't realize is that the more you hide it, the worse it becomes. I have a very big scar right here. And it was a very tiny scratch when it happened. Because of the fear of iodine, I hid it, and it became a big scar. Hallelujah. Sometimes recovery is painful and costly, and for that reason, we hide it. We decide I'd rather not recover than to go through the pain that you need to go through to recover. How many know what I'm talking about? Something happens, you don't even seek counseling, you pretend as if it never happened it's like oh i'm okay i'm fine i'm fine, I'm fine. they start to smile i'm fine i'm fine you are not fine you need to go through some counseling you need to have debrief are you understanding what i'm saying so that you can recover properly you see israel had a debrief god actually took joshua through the reasons why he lost because he needed that. And God marched him straight back to AI. Do you know that if they had not conquered AI, they couldn't have moved on to conquer other places? Because anywhere they went, the people say, oh, if you could not conquer AI, do you think you can come and fight us? AI is one of the smallest around this area. The small, the small demon, you think you can come and fight me? When you can't fight this? No, 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 no. See and see, Satan and demons, they they, they share information. <laughs> I said, you you think it's it's only internet that uh, what do you call social media that you share information? I mean, these days the type of information they share, it, it's crazy. I had a puncture, I share. Uh, somebody came to help me, I share. I, I went to eat this food, I share. I am in my room, I share. Uh, uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> How want you talking about? Yes, they share everything. Listen, demons also share information. So this demon that overcame you, it will let every other person know. See here, there's a big gap. (laughs) If you want to come at this person, come through this door. Hallelujah. Recovery is painful and costly. But you need to recover. I said you need to recover. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor you need to recover. Number six. Remember your valleys. My time is up, isn't it? Remember your valleys. Remember the downtime. The first valley you must remember is the trashy times. These are times of failure, of wasted opportunity, bad choices, ruined relationship. How many know some trashy valleys you have gone through? Give me a wave. Trashy times, failed opportunities that you didn't take, bad choices, ruined relationships, the places of disposal where life had tossed you into a dumpster. Hallelujah. Number two, trashy thing you must recover from tragic times. These are times when you were pinned to the mat, cornered in the ring, facing inevitable defeat. These are no way out moments. Moments tax and test us to the hilt. Will our God not come through valleys? But you must remember them. Listen, tragedy is not the end of your life. It's not the total summation of your story. Amen. Or otherwise, how would your story look rich if there were not peaks and peaks and troughs? If you, are not, if you didn't have peaks, mountains and valleys, how would your story look rich? When we talk about the story of Mandela and people like that, it's a story that is full of peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, and that is what makes the story rich. Am I talking to somebody? So your valleys are part of your story. Talk somebody and say, my valleys are part of my story. And the last one for today is you need to remember the source of your blessings of victory. Amen. Joshua had to go back to God. Because God was his source at the beginning of the, 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 the fight in Jericho, that is verse chapter 6. It was God from verse 1 through to the end. God was the one. And so when he had the defeat in chapter 7, he had to revisit the same spot of his defeat in chapter 8. But this time, the difference was that he took his God with him. He remembered his source of blessing, went back to the same source, and that same source yielded his blessing. And that same source is going to yield you your blessing. Stand to your feet and let